Abandon fear and trust yourself Open up to all life's wealth Tap into a sixth sense with intuitive intelligence. Welcome, welcome to the Intuitive Intelligence Podcast. I'm your host, Bernadette Gold, success mentor and money mindset coach. I am here with a very special guest today. I'm here with Irma Vargas, who's worked in private and public sectors for over 25 years. She holds a master's in public administration from Cal State Northridge and a bachelor's degree in English from Whittier College. She's a certified strengths finder coach and co-founder of Canterbury Business Center, serving small businesses and entrepreneurs in business development. She's also the principal owner of V1H Consulting LLC, and she provides public agencies and small to mid-sized businesses in the areas of leadership development, strategic planning, team building. Irma enjoys highlighting expert voices as the host and producer of Be Brilliant, Enjoy the Journey podcast. So go check her out on her podcast, but I want to welcome her to the show. Hi, Irma. Hi, Bernadette. How are you doing? I am good. Are you handling all the crazy of today? Uh, yes. I, I put up the wrong guest, so I apologize <laughs> for that, but we've got it straight now and we're... It's we're... all good, right, folks? Because life happens. We're human and we we interact with our with our humanness all the time and sometimes people know about it and some sometimes they don't but when right. it happens it happens and that's that's okay yes yes so we are going to talk about um strengths and talents today all about we that. all have them yeah. Have. So how, how do you use that as a focus in your coaching business? Because you help people to focus on their own strengths. How do you do that? We identify, I particularly use StrengthsFinder Assessment, which is a Gallup product. But beyond that, we all have those talents and strengths. It's, the, it's, it's those things that make us really smile when we do them. It's the things that we do without thinking that we do, that we think other people know how to do that are easy. And we don't understand why they can't do it, why they can't understand it, why they can't move forward from it. Hmm. It's because that's your natural talent and strength. So and give me an example of that, like with, with one of your clients or like- So what for example, be? I have clients that can see around corners. And when I say that, they <laughs> I can say that to other people and they're like, okay, whatever. And my clients that can see around corners go, oh yeah, can't everybody see around corners? Doesn't everybody have a strategic mind the way that I do? Isn't everybody intuitive the way that I am? I can, and I'm a strategic thinker. I also like to be in my head a lot. I like to think, I like to take my time. I can come up with three solutions to any problem for anybody, but I have to think about it. And the beauty of knowing that is that I can communicate that to other people and I can bring that out in other people and help them communicate it so that they're living in their talents 
and they're not being burdened by what other people expect from them, especially if they're not going to get it. Yeah, yeah. So here's a question for you. Um, what happens when you're trying to live outside of your own genius zone, your own strength and talents, and you're trying to sort of live what other people have told you is your talent and strength, but it isn't? Right. You're more likely to be more tired. You're more likely to mm. disengage. You're more likely to put it off. You're more likely to say, I have to do this. I have to do this because somebody is waiting on the other end instead of, wow, I get to really do this. And this brings me joy. And this makes me smile, even if I've been doing it for 12 hours straight, sitting in one spot, not even breathing practically, right? It's just that effort of doing what you love and what you're really good at is fuel in and of itself. It's the manna from heaven. Yeah, yeah. Like, what would business be like if employers or school for that matter we lived in a world where everybody's natural strengths and and talents were actually positioned to be activated and used in the world what would it look like i know it would be so great we do need conflict in order to grow in order to realize we need sadness in order to understand what happiness is we need Mm -hmm. that controversy right but we, we need it to come at us in a way that we say, oh, it's here for a purpose, as opposed to it's here to destroy me. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how we usually feel, right? It's here to destroy me. I have to hide. No, you have to stand up to it and say, okay, what's your purpose in coming into my life? So what is the best way then during those controversies, during turmoil, during contrast, big times of contrast? Like what, what's the best way to handle that? Flip it on its, on its side. Turn the kaleidoscope, turn it upside down. So for example, you get the, you know, you get the bill, the notification, your gas bill, your electric bill. And it doesn't, it can be translated into anything that comes into your purview that is either unexpected or undesirable. And you can look at it from a different perspective, right? You can say, wow, I got the bill for the, for the electricity because I have electricity because I have a home that uses electricity. That's a blessing. And the fact that you have the bill is a personification of that blessing in real time right and so taking notice of those things is turning that bill that we say oh i don't know if i have enough i don't know okay well make a payment schedule ask for more time uh use less energy right there's all there are all kinds of solutions to that getting that bill and feeling in that moment but always looking at it from that blessing side even if you don't feel like looking at it from that side is really important because it's going to help you breathe, enjoy the day, not get caught up in that receiving of the bill. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I agree. Totally agree. And, and like, what, give me an example of, of how that translates in working with a client. Like, what's one client that you, you were able to get them to really flip that on its side? Like, and what did it do for them? What would they get out of that? You know, it's really important when you're working with clients to meet them where they are, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And but you have to know where they want to go. Like if you ask a if you asked a a quarterback what their ultimate goal is, it's to pass the ball to somebody who's going to get a goal, yeah. right? So you have to let them see where you want to take them and not dream, but make a decision at least at one point, And then they can decide if that goal is going to change, right? Because you start with a client and they think, I want to, I want to make $10,000 a month. Well, that's great. That would, we all want to, right? Or more, but what do you have to sell? Or what is your commodity that you think is going to bring you that amount of money? And is it one client for $10,000 or is it 10 clients or is it a hundred clients? How many people can you service? Right? So I had a client that decided they wanted to service, um, with their, with their janitorial service, the whole state of California. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine? No, (laughs) the whole state of California. I said, how many, okay. How many janitors? Do you need to clean an office space that's uh, 20 by 20? Oh, one. How many do you need? And we went through this process, right? And they were like, uh, I think I need to go for contracts for two cities, <laughs> not the state of California. So helping them see that perspective, right? Help, not that they, their goal wasn't to grow into servicing the whole state of California, but where, what can you do now? What is your capacity now? What is your capability now? And then what is it going to take for you to grow? Yeah. Using your talents and strengths along the way. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. And they, yeah. and you know, and we, they got their first contract and they were confident and they were confident enough to say, I know what it takes. I know how I can get those contracts now. And now I can, in faith, hire people Mm -hmm. and expand. And so they were so happy that they didn't, that I didn't listen to them (laughs) initially and say, oh, wow, that's great. Let's do it. Oh, no, let's have a reality check first. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes we need a reality check, you know, which, you know, I don't think that anything's impossible. Certainly at some point you can service the state of California, but you're going to have to, hire a whole lot more people <laughs> yes, like out exactly. the gate you can't just do out the gate the yeah the funny thing is that when she decided that she was going to pull back and this is what happens to all of us it doesn't matter what industry you're in it doesn't matter what products you have or services whether it's products or services this is what normally happens when you retract and you say i am open to receive the gifts that i am ready for right now then another door says, oh, I think you're ready. You might be ready for this over here. Well, she got she got requests from casinos in Nevada to please submit proposals because they saw that she could she was capable of cleaning in a particular way before COVID um, wow. was reopened because of COVID, right? Because yeah. because they were gearing up to reopen in Vegas she she became part of the radar that they were looking for specialty cleaning and she was able to say yes to that because she wasn't over here chasing uh you know sacramento and 
uh, and you know, Yosemite and all of these other agencies in the state of California, she was focusing on what she did really well. Wow. And that's important. That's really important. All right. So give us a tip. How can you maintain joy? That kind of joy in life and business, not just one or the other, because a lot of people either or it. Like, how can you how can you maintain joy? What 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 advice would you give the listeners? I think that you're. We all focus on. I gotta in ten minutes. I'm going to in five minutes. I have two minutes to. I have you know. We're focusing on that, or I should have. I could have. Did you smile right now? Are you smiling at us right this minute? Feel it. Feel that smile opening up your, you know, your face to the joy that you're feeling right this second. And if you can do that in the next second, in the next second, in the next second, then pretty soon it's six o'clock at night and you're like, holy crap, my face hurts. I've been smiling all day. And, and if something happens that, you know, that triggers you, smile first and say, okay, why is this happening to me? I, I need to know because I'm going to go kill somebody <laughs> if this yeah. continues, right? And let that self, you know, healing start from the second that anything might interrupt it. Yeah, one of the tools I teach my people is whenever something you're frustrated or something's going on with you, just speak it out. Like, don't hold it back. Speak the truth. I'm so angry that. Say it, but then follow it with, and I love that. Like, it's really hard to stay mad when you finish anything with. Right. And I love that. How do you love something and and still have that really sad, angry, oh, my Mm -hmm. God, you know? And Bernadette, I have, you know, it's, it's like, I have to share this and I, I probably wouldn't share this anywhere else except in this conversation specifically, because it's really personal, but I was going to take a shower. I turned on the water. So it sounds like the shower is on, but I ended up using the toilet. I'm sitting on the toilet, getting ready to go into the shower. So I'm butt naked. (laughs) And I don't lock the door because I don't lock the door. I'm in a room that's an ensuite. But my sister rushes in and she hears the shower and she opens the door, cracks the door open and says, my mom is calling you. I'm going to tell her you're in the shower and going to take 10 minutes. Well, but I'm sitting there in plain sight on the toilet naked. And she closed the door right away. And my first reaction was how inconsiderate, how stupid, I hate her, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then, but, but the funny part was that I was like, get over it. She's your sister. She's like eight years older than you are. She's probably saw you naked the minute you were born, right? <laughs> like, who cares? Get over it. And I thought, yeah, get over yourself. What the hell is your problem? <laughs> so it's those moments in which we feel like, Oh, the earth is gonna is coming crashing down around me that it's like, guess what? It's not. Yeah, it's the difference between are you gonna have a bad moment or are you gonna have a bad day? Yeah. Exactly. Right? And it was like, oh my gosh, I was so embarrassed. But who cares? She's your sister. 
<laughs> we human beings are just hilarious about I know. I mean, because I feel because I put up the wrong stuff and I actually even I just realized like I messaged her the link. It wasn't you. We were supposed to have a different guest on, I thought, but it wasn't. You were scheduled um, for the <laughs> listeners. And poor thing came in here and I was like trying to shuffle everything around, make a new graphic last second. And I feel bad. You know, the first two minutes of this this talk, I was like still going, oh, my God, I have to email her and apologize. What an idiot you are. I beat myself up in my head. Yeah, Meanwhile, trying to focus it. on the conversation. <laughs> right. Yeah. And after that two minute, like you're not even yeah. focused here. It was a choice. I did have to make a conscious choice and tell myself quietly in my own head. We do. Yeah. Breathe. It's fine. Everyone's going to be okay. This is not the end of the flipping world. People make mistakes. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And we don't give our, enough grace to ourselves oh, at all. Yeah, talk ever. to that, grace. Because yeah, I think a lot don't. of people don't understand what that means. I think it, you know, it comes about, it's, a, it's one of those words that this nebulous, you know, what yeah. is that? You know, it's like faith. Well, what is that? You know, and when you see it appear, it, I think it's, it's most clear in a relationship that you have with somebody that you really love. Mm -hmm. That you're sitting there listening to them vent and you're deciding whether you should argue with them, tell them where they were wrong, um, point out that they're going overboard. All of those things are going through your mind, right? But what you're doing is you're listening to answer or to respond. You're not actually listening. Yeah. So giving that person grace is giving them your actual listening tool. You're not listening to respond to them. You're listening to absorb whatever it is that they're saying and giving them space enough to realize that they're the only ones talking and that maybe they need to quiet down because eventually it will happen. For some folks, it takes a minute. For some, it takes an hour. But if it's somebody that you really love, I've been on the phone just listening to people for an hour. But I love those. I love those people. And giving them that space is giving them grace. So why don't we do it with ourselves more? I think it's because, you know, I heard somebody say earlier today, from the minute that we're children and that we can understand we are given things and we're told, now take care of it. Don't get it dirty. Don't break it. And it's so true that from the get-go, we're told the thing that we have or we're given is more important than us. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's built into that mentality of, okay, what do I take care of next? I need things to take care of now because otherwise, who am I? Or what am what is my value? What is my purpose if I'm not taking care of things or people, right, before me? Yeah, I think it's funny, not funny, but kind of funny. You know, <laughs> as a woman, we know the whole um, conversation about a, being objectified, 
We don't want to be objectified by men, right? I don't want to be treated like I'm an object for what I can do for you. And yet, we objectify ourselves every moment of every day if we don't pay attention. Talk about mixed messages for for people, right? They're like, oh, objectify you. No, don't objectify me. I'll objectify my own darn self. (laughs) Yeah, I don't need you to do it. (laughs) And then it's like, oh, wait a minute. What do you mean? Oh, uh, hmm, I don't think people... I don't think most people it. even get that we do it to ourselves. No, we you don't. Know? But no. that's kind of, that's some of the work that you work with people with, right? Is breaking them out of that. Yes. At, giving them permission to say yes to self and no to other people without that guilt. It, I mean, it still happens. We still have to fight it because it's our natural nurturing that is anthropological. It's not a choice. It's, it really is. And then not only is it anthropological, it's also cultural, even more so in some cultures. So it's double whammy, right? It's like, oh, I'm not a good person if I don't, you know, serve all the males in the room food before I sit down to eat or if I ever sit down to eat, right? Um, those kinds of things are cultural too. Yeah, It's okay to start changing that conversation. I'm not saying that those things are useless or pointless or um, odious even. They're not because they're they're part of who we are, right? And they shouldn't be discarded like, ugh, this is never should happen. But in measure, we can say to ourselves, yeah, that's part of my culture and I choose to do it a little differently. And let the next generation see that gradual change of how a culture evolves or can evolve. And I love that because I think there's enough of that within the the sort of culture where you just you shut it like it's so abrupt, you know, and then there's what comes along with the guilt is that disloyalty. Oh, now I'm not loyal to my culture. Right. Right. You know, and then you're actually yeah. really confusing your identity. Do you find that to be true? Absolutely. What you and then what you're saying is, wow, all the all the ways in which my grandmother was yeah. is negative. And that's not true. Mm-mm. That doesn't that doesn't give her grace. It doesn't give you grace in how you view where you came from. It doesn't give any positivity across the board at all. Because you're negating what they went through, how they suffered, how they chose to live, how they had to live, what conditions they were living in, what rules, regulations, lifestyles, all of that encompassed in, ugh, I'm not doing that ever. <laughs> I'm not that kind of woman or I'm not that kind of human. And it's like, wow, that's sad. Then who are you? Yeah, I mean, good point, you know? And I believe that that kind of, how does that show up in business for your clients in business? Because I know, I know with, when we're in our own businesses, as much as we'd like to think it's a whole different world, you can compartmentalize so far as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. Inevitably, who you are at deep levels, conscious and unconscious, is showing up within your company. Right. 
Right. And it's, it's a matter of kind of when you think of it, think of it as, okay, I am providing this service. This is how much it costs. You want it? You don't want it. Oh, wow. You know, it's like, well, can I ask a question? And it's like, no, no questions. This is how much it, this is what it is. This is how much it is. Do you want it or do you not want it? And that level of um, bruntness and, you know, straightforwardness is in some cultures. Yeah. And you have to, you have to be able to say, wow, I would really love to work with you because I like your methodology, for example. But I don't think on a personal level I can, I can deal with that kind of bruntness and, you know, frankness and straightforwardness. I have to find somebody who I can get that same product from or service from that I can actually work with. Mm-hmm. And you have to be op- you have to let go of people. Mm-hmm. Don't chase the money. Right. Chase the hearts that are in alignment with who you are and how you work. Because those people have their clients too. <laughs> you know, they have those task-oriented people that say, just tell me how what it what I'm getting and how much it is and where to send the money. Yeah. And you know, and some people are like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I have no idea. You know, and then you get nervous because people want to pay you like too soon because you're used to saying, oh, I need to wine and dine you. I need to give you all these free stuff. I need to, you know, tell you how beautiful it's going to be and how wonderful I am. And, and, and when somebody says, OK, how, you know, I want it. Where do I send the payment? <laughs> we get like shell shocked, right? Because we're used to do, working in a different way. That's not your client either. I don't care how much money they want to pay you. Yeah. Yeah. And be willing to let that person go because you need to make room on your plate for the dessert. That's the most delicious. Amen, sister. (laughs) Give me more dessert. (laughs) Not the salad that you get at the beginning of the buffet. (laughs) And a lot of whipped cream. Throw a bunch of that on top. Yeah. God. That's so funny. Well, you know, you <laughs> you have your own podcast. What topics do you cover over there? Just how, it's called Be Brilliant, Enjoy the Journey. I love it, right? What 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 kind of topics do you cover on your show for the you listeners? That's really funny. My mission uh, it I I say this all the time, but sometimes it sounds more dramatic than other times. My whole life my whole being, my whole purpose of living is, is to highlight other people. I'm a personal cheerleader for other people. And so be brilliant and enjoy the journey. It's, it's like you are brilliant. Just sh- let it shine. Stop yeah. hiding. You know, enjoy that journey that you're on with all the things that come about and all the all the bills that show up in your mail or on your email. Just let it be and stop hiding what you're brilliant at, even if it's something that nobody has ever heard of before. Right. So when I started the podcast, I was, oh, I'm going to do the females, you know, because they're the, the women power and all of this. Right. And then guys are like, can I come on your show? And I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> I guess. 
And then the topic started to get from everything from A to Z. So honestly, it's about the human race and it's about everything that and anything that they have or could go through. I had a young guy, 23 year old rapper who said, I want to be on your podcast. And I was like, Oh, but you're a rapper, right? And just starting out. And he was like, yeah. And I said, I don't think anybody's going to listen to you. And he was so phenomenal and it was so much fun. And he said he wanted to come back on like once a month. And I was like, why, what do you mean? And he said, every time I go on your show and he came on twice, every time I come on your show, I gain like 50,000 followers on my, on my social media. And I was like, really? I don't understand this. And he says, I don't either, but I don't care. I just want to be on your show. And so it was really cool. So if you're a rapper, hey, hit me up. We might get you a lot of followers. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. So that you, go find her on on iTunes or Spotify or her iHeartRadio. You can look for her. Be brilliant um, and enjoy the journey. And then on Instagram, it's bbej underscore ivy for Irma Vargas. That makes so much sense. <laughs> it's cryptic. <laughs> and you, you have a website it, too, right? <laughs> I have actually, I don't have a website for the podcast, but I, the V1H Consulting is is the website if you're into team building and all of that good stuff. And then Canterbury Business Center is a boutique business consulting firm, and we do webinars and training and workshops on everything business, um, operations, marketing, uh, how to start a business, how to get certified as a small business uh, enterprise or a women business enterprise through through the SBA. So everything, every angle of business that you can think of, we have experts and do webinars on. So it's really fun. We also have a membership, so we can do, you can you know have a year's worth of uh, monthly calls with a consultant on nice. what is your next step, right? And it's all inclusive. So it's really cool. It's awesome. fun. <laughs> well, thank you for coming I, and and sharing with us. I love your energy and I love the I love the intention behind the message. Right. You have a great message. Um, but on top of that, just your energy. It's sincere and authentic, which I love. I thank love. you. Thank yeah. you. I'm the youngest of 11 children. So wow. it's all about and my mom is 105. So wow. She says that she's lived a long life because she's, it's like, she's those, one of those, um, what do they call it? Zombies, you know, where they have to (laughs) breathe in the youth, the, the, eat the, I don't know what it is. I'm not a zombie follower. Yeah. And it's like, mom, that sounds really horrible. You know, you say like being around children and the family and all that energy. And that's how she stays alive. It's like, whoa that's really deep and dark but it's it's hysterical because we're we're just silly people like that but yeah that's amazing well thank thank you you. so much you're welcome all right you guys that's it for today we'll see you in the next episode have a great day and like irma said smile 
Abandon fear and trust yourself Open up to all life's wealth Tap into a sixth sense with intuitive intelligence